0: We have been discussing Chapter 7, Gnana Vignani Yoga, Yoga of Knowledge and Wisdom. We have seen in Bhagavad Gita so far that Bhagawan taught us Gnana Yoga, Yoga of Knowledge, or Path of Knowledge in Chapter 2, Sankhya Yoga. We learned that ourself is immortal, imperishable, or we consider ourselves to be mortal. So that was the path of knowledge, revealing the nature of the self. Then from chapter three to five, we learned karma yoga, path of action, how we can transform our day to day action into selfless activities and purify our mind and intellect. So the karma yoga, is to develop equanimity and purification of the mind. That's path of action. And In Chapter 6, Bhagavan taught us Dhyana Yoga, Yoga of Meditation. How we can shift our mind from identifying with this limited self that I consider myself, this body, this mind, this intellect, that I consider to be my own self in chapter 2 we learn that the all pervading self almighty all pervading omniscient ever existing self which is of the nature of satchit and ananda is nothing but my own self as the universal self what i consider myself right now is the conditioned consciousness that same consciousness but conditioned by this conditionings I call body, mind, and intellect. So we learned how to shift this identification from this limited Self to the Higher Self through Dhyana Yoga, Yoga of Meditation, focusing my mind on that Supreme Self. At the end of Chapter 6, Bhagavan made a declaration that Yogi, one who has tuned his mind to the Supreme Self, in other words, one who has shifted his identification from this limited self to the higher self, is greater than Tapasvi, one who is practicing austerities. He is also greater than Gnani, one who has acquired knowledge about the Supreme through the study of scriptures. Vedas and Upanishads and all other scriptures. And finally, Bhagwan said he is greater than Karmi, the one who is acting in this world, and he only thinks that doing good is good enough. So Bhagavan clarified that doing good is not good enough. You have to have this clear understanding that myself is not this limited self, but the limited self is nothing but the expression of the Supreme Self. The three paths which are described in our system, those of Karma Yoga, gnan Yoga and Bhakti Yoga, they need to be practiced serially. Therefore the Gita starts with Karma Yoga. Now, in Chapter 7, Bhagawan is instructing us how to practice path of Bhakti the path of devotion. But before I can start practicing Bhakti Yoga, I have to develop that identification with that Supreme Self. Without knowing that Supreme Self, I will not be able to focus my limited mind, which is right now fully identified with this limited Self, onto that Supreme Self, which is limitless. So Bhagawan, in the opening of this chapter, gives Arjuna assurance that I will teach you. I will tell you how to do that. Bhagawan opens the chapter by saying, Mayyasakta manaha Yogam injan mat Tune your mind to me. My mind right now is fully tuned with this body identification. Identify the limited self that mind has to now identify with the supreme self and he said once you do that you will come to know me there is no doubt and then he also assured us that he will teach us both the knowledge and its application He said, gnanam vijnanam uvakshami i will tell you the gnanam the knowledge and vijnana visishtajnana its application in your life, without leaving anything behind. Having known that, you will not have to know anything else. In other words, having known myself in its true nature, there will not be any need for me to achieve, accomplish, or acquire to find that ultimate happiness. The happiness which I'm seeking, which has no limitation. I do not want to be unhappy at any given time. If you ask me, when do you want to be happy? I would say forever. It is not okay for me to be happy during the weekdays, but unhappy during weekends. I want to be happy all seven days of the week and 365 days of the year. Bhagavan says, having known that knowledge that yourself is not the limited self, you shall achieve that ultimate happiness. Why people are not achieving this knowledge? He said, Manushya nam Sahasreshu. Out of thousands of human beings on this planet, Kaschatyatatasiddhay, someone will try to achieve this perfection we can now say billions of people, out of billions of people, very few will try this method of achieving perfect happiness by identifying with that Supreme. And he says, those who are striving, there are very few who are striving, out of the billions of people, maybe few hundreds or few dozens are trying this. And he says, out of them, and even those who are striving sincerely, only very few will achieve this perfection. So this almost looks like Bhagwan is discouraging us. But Bhagwan is not discouraging us. Bhagwan is saying that it is an equal opportunity goal. Anyone can achieve this goal if they try in an appropriate manner. So, Bhagavan then describes the people who are striving to achieve identification with the Supreme Self. He calls them My devotees, My Bhaktas. And he classifies those devotees into four categories. So, in general, he divided the entire human race into two categories. One, those who are striving for perfection. Those are not striving for perfection. Those who are striving for perfection are trying to develop some kind of relationship with the Supreme. Others are simply considering that this world is where I can find my happiness. I work outside, I go and acquire things, I go and accomplish things and that will give me happiness. A group of people who are not even trying to develop any relationship with the Supreme. He called them Duskratina. Does not mean they are evil doers. But they are working towards their happiness in a wrong way. Which will guarantee their failure. He defines the other group as Sukratina. Those people of good deeds. He says they are my devotees but they fall into four different categories. Therefore, not all of them are going to achieve perfection. Either the first one is artha, one who is identifying or reaching out to the Supreme, developing some relationship with Him due to distress, that there is sorrow in his life or her life, or there is sorrow just all around him. And therefore, he wants to know how invoking the God's grace will alleviate that sorrow. We'll only invoke His grace when we feel helpless. I know I can solve my problem. I'm a self-made man. It's only when we feel helpless then we'll seek help from the higher self. They are my devotees but they have a limited relationship they only seek my help when they feel helpless it's like my son when he was in college he will only call me when he really needs something otherwise he is happy doing whatever he was doing then we have to call him and say why you didn't call us all throughout the month but when he needs something, will suddenly remember that my parents are there to take care of me. Let me call my dad and the dad send me some more money. So that relationship is still of a son and a father. My father in heaven will take care of me when I really need him. The other one is Jignasa, one who is curious about the nature of the Supreme. All the scientists actually fall in that category. Because they're trying to find that God equation, that equation which will reveal what is the nature of the creator who created this universe. So that's out of the curiosity to know the nature of the self, nature of the supreme, nature of the ultimate reality, they're developing relationship with him. The third Bhagavan says, Artharthi, the entire wealth on this planet or in this universe, is created by the Supreme Being and therefore He's the owner. So when I need wealth to support myself, to support my families, to support my communities, support my nation, I seek His health. In God we trust. On our dollar bill it says, in God we trust. It's His wealth and I'm seeking this wealth. So that Bhakta is an Artharthi. And the last one is saying, is gnani one who has developed this relationship with the supreme by understanding the real nature of the supreme, shifting his identification from the limited self to the higher self. That the higher self is my true self. This limited self is just the reflection of that self. So Bhagwan said, "That gnani is the one who is closest to me." So Bhagavan says, Udaraaha sarva evetaihi Jnanitvam eva mematam All my devotees are noble people. They are people who are doing good deeds. They are on a right path. I may start developing relationship with the Bhagavan because I feel distressed, but eventually I will progress in the path where I will understand His true nature. It's like we know somebody. Just by knowing a little bit about that person, we start liking him. More closer we come to that person, we'll know that person more in detail. Then ultimately, we'll know that person almost in totality. So Bhagavan said, all these devotees of mine are noble people. However, Gnani I consider to be my own self. He's no different than me. Asthita sahi yuktatma eva anuttamam gatim. By establishing steadfastly his mind in me, he comes to me. But then he says something which discourages many of us. Bahunam janmanam ante gnanavan maam prapadhyate sarvam iti sa mahatma sudurlabha. But this Gnani has not become Gnani overnight. After going through this journey of knowing the Supreme Self for many, many, many lives, he comes to understand the nature of the Supreme. And he realizes that there is nothing in this universe, there is nothing in this Prakriti which is other than Vasudeva. Mm -hmm. Vasudeva, the supreme all-pervading Self. So Bhagawan said, I told you in the beginning that the Prakriti is my lower nature. The Prakriti is my manifest nature, which one can experience through senses. I can see, I can touch, I can feel. But other than this manifest nature of mind, there is higher nature, which is unmanifest, which you have to experience and then only will come to know. So after many, many births of trying to seek unity in this diversity, such a gnani, such a person achieves that understanding that there is nothing but that Supreme Self is everywhere. Such a great soul is very rare to find. So we come to the conclusion that this is not something which I can achieve. But come to think of it, there's nothing in this life we achieve in any other way. We have to start somewhere and then gradually make progress one step at a time. We have learned that in elementary school, somebody asked me, what do you want to become? I said, I want to become a doctor. It does not make you become doctor the next day. It took you a long time from elementary school to secondary school to high school, to college, then medical school, then internship. All that effort you put for many, many, many years. And then you achieve this status as doctor, that I am doctor such and such. People recognize you as doctor. You practice your art of medicine. All that is only possible because of the journey you started from your kindergarten, which ended into your internship in some hospital. Bhagwan says Bahunam Janmanamante Ignani, which you see today as a knowledgeable person. He did not achieve the knowledge overnight. He put his efforts into it. So Bhagwan is encouraging us, no matter where we are in our journey, we have to keep making progress one step at a time. But then the caution here is, we may get distracted. Most of us never reach that final destination. As Bhagavan said, Manushya naam kaschit yatati siddhaye. Very few strive for perfection, and those who strive for perfection, very few reach that goal. Why is that? Kamei taihi taihi hrutgnana. By this desire and that desire. By many, many types of desires, we get distracted by those desires. I may decide that I'm going to start exercising from this Monday. Monday comes and then something else comes. Somebody invites me to a party. And so I don't really have time now to exercise. Well, I start from Tuesday. This will continue. As long as I'm not firm about my goal, other distractions will come on my way and those distractions will take away my resolve to achieve something. So, kame taihi taihi hrut This is knowledge about the fact that my happiness lies in recognizing my true self. My ultimate happiness, permanent happiness, lies in knowing the Supreme Self and my relationship to that Supreme Self. That knowledge is. Taken away by these desires. Prapadyante Anya Devata. They then pursue other Devatas, other Deities. Other Deities, the potential in this Prakriti to give me what I desire. Those Deities, I will follow. So, I get distracted by my desire to sing film song. Now, instead of focusing on Meditation, I would like to learn music, then I want to achieve some perfection in it. And I don't get perfection in either in this or that. So constantly our goal keeps changing and therefore our experiences keep changing. These experiences create more and more impressions on the mind. Those impressions create more vasanas and more desires of, of various types. So I'll keep following different goals. Tamtam tam prakrutya niyata svaya. Once I start my journey in one direction, I'll be led by my own nature. The nature which I've created by accumulating these vasanas and tendencies. It has now become my nature. I have various types of vasanas, various tendencies, and I get more and more established in it. That this is what will give me happiness. And I'll pursue that path. Bhagavan says, what I do, I is the Supreme Being, as your own consciousness. All I can do is support you in whichever direction you want to go. So he said, yo yo yam yam tanum bhaktaha, sraddaya-architum-icchati tasya tasya acharam sraddham tama eva Vidadami aham In whatever form, any devotee desires to worship me. Because they have learned, all paths lead to the same destination. No matter in which field I am putting my actions, those actions are, are geared towards the Supreme Self because everything that I see in Prakriti is nothing but Him. That's His lower nature. So, I am putting efforts in this Prakriti. It is basically worshipping the Lord, except I will get the limited results. Therefore, Bhagwan said, in whatever form, a devotee worships me. He can worship me as a professional, that he is devoted to his profession. He can worship me as an artist, he is devoted to his art. Bhagavan said, I will make his Shraddha, his faith in that pursuit, Firm, That faith of His, in His field, I make it firm, more I pursue one particular field of action, I'll get more and more attached to that field, I'll become more and more proficient in that field. And Bhagavan said, my faith and my happiness lies in that field will become more and more established. So, unless I have taken up the highest goal of achieving permanent happiness, my goal always will remain a temporary goal, a temporary effort to achieve temporary happiness. Because I'll be doing this this year, next year I may be doing something else. And I may get happiness one time, but I may get failure the other time. So Bhagavan said, whatever path makes you feel happy, pursue that path, but know clearly that other than that final destination of identifying yourself with the Supreme, all other efforts will lead you to temporary happiness. We'll stop right here. If you find this podcast helpful, Please support it by donating any amount by going to the episode's website at neilbutt.podbean.com or at chinmayarichmond.org. Thank you. Om Sarve bhavantu Sukhina. Sarve Santu Niramayaha, Sarve Bhadraani Pashyantu Ma Kaschidduk Bhagbave, Om Shantihi, 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 Harihi Om Shri.